What's up, y'all? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening. This is BK Gemini signing on. How was your day? I hope your day was going well. My day was, my day was good, actually. Um, You know, I had a few bumps on the road, but definitely made sure that I kind of stirred more to a positive note each time. So I kind of managed to keep my day more on a happier side, to say the least. But I'm hoping everybody's weeks and everybody's days have been good. Um, let's get into this part two. Let's get into this part two of my mini college series. And as I said in the last, you know, podcast, I'm very excited doing this collection because it really makes me go back in time, you know? Like, now I'm really thinking about these things, and it's, like, crazy to me. Um, All these different experiences, when I look back, like, wow, I really did that. So, let's get into my second year of this just right away, right? So, my second year of college was kind of similar to my first, to say the least. Um, It was more so, like, a transition. It didn't really feel any type of different like I didn't feel like I was on a different level or a higher level I kind of felt like it was like a freshman year part two for me so it was more so like you know problems that carried on in my freshman year kind of simmered into um my uh, other year so it was really and truly um Matter of fact, let me try to arrange it the way how I arranged it with my freshman year. So we're going to start with the whole roommates, right? I had interest in roommates in my second year. Um, There was this one person, and I'm going to just be as nice as I can be. But, you know, this is real talk. Remember, we have real conversations on this podcast, so... I'm going to be honest, but I'm just going to try to be nice about it, you know, be respectful about it. Um, This one roommate was just not clean. Um, Very dirty. I didn't understand it. (laughs) Um, I had confronted this person different amount of times, and it was just, um, and, 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 you know, it was in a respectable way. It was more so like, hey, you know. I would be like, oh, there's like a smell in the room. I don't know what's what you know what's going on. Let's put this, you know, let's put extra air fresheners, you know, around to make sure you know the smell can go away. Like I wouldn't like at first point it out on it because it's just like you know to be respectful of the fact that you know you don't know how that person is feeling about themselves and their bodies, and you don't want to judge anybody, and you don't want to you know put anything on anybody either. So. It was started off with that, um, you know, you notice certain things that she was doing or certain habits that she had or certain tendencies, and it's just like, hmm, all right, it's now adding to the room because it's adding to the smell of the room, it's adding to the clutter of the room, and you gotta kind of like, all right, at first, if it was in your corner, you know, as much as I want to say something, it's, you know, it's your personal space. Um, and you pay just as much as I paid to be in here. So for me to be like, you know, this needs to happen. I just know, I felt like you had to be respectful about it. But then eventually just came to this whole thing. And long story short, um, 
it wasn't a pleasant experience again for another freshman year. Now listen, I know how my attitude is for me, and I can't guarantee how my tone was when I said certain things eventually, because eventually I got annoyed, and eventually certain things were just petty, certain things were just done um, that just was, like, unnecessary or, you know, simple as communication when it didn't happen, and certain things was just off, um, and once I feel like my space of me as a person is not respected, and um, you have to give respect to gain it, you know, and I just feel like I want my respect, like, I'm trying to respect you when we in this living space, and you have to respect the fact that there are other people in the living space, um, but yeah, long story short, I had to do with that, I had a whole RA coming, it was a lot, um, but at the end of the day, you know, that person moved, I had a different roommate, that roommate, I actually got along with in the beginning, uh, eventually it was weird, um, and that was an odd experience too, um, it just seemed off, and it didn't make any sense to me, um, and I'm not one to have female friends, I'm not gonna lie, so I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, you know, it's for me to be a perfect, you know, friend, especially as a female, I can't stay in, you know, with the whole heart, you know, guaranteed truth that I could do that, you know, but I could at least say that I respect other people, um, and I try to be as understanding, you know, I have, I, as much as I'm, I was an introvert, I claim to be, I, I do have a way of, you know, speaking with people, people have a tendency to trust me to tell me certain things, and I could say that I've never told other people's secrets that they told um, to me to other people, but I've definitely witnessed people tell what I've stated or, you know, manipulate what I say to other people, so it's interesting to see that, but anyways, um, the other roommate was good, actually really good in the beginning, um, it was actually very cool, it was actually towards the end where it was just weird for me, um, I thought the vibe was off, and if my energy and, you know, my gut is just sensing something, I just drop it, I'm not gonna lie, that's just how I am, and that's how I started to get towards the end of my second year, and when I talk about my third year, you'll see, like, how I kind of transitioned onto that, but it was definitely a point where I felt like I needed to start cutting things off, um, and that was something that I just did, you know, I cut off the person, um, and that was that, you know, and then, you know, my third year, I had a different roommate, um, so, and we'll get, we'll get to that, um, but, yes, so, now for, you know, I'm gonna speak about academics this time, so, academically, my second year actually wasn't the greatest, um, that wasn't the greatest year for me, academically, uh, must be honest, there was a lot going on, mentally and emotionally for me and even socially you know remember my freshman year I was a little social butterfly you know I was someone who was stuck in the house so I wanted to get out the house and I'm finally at the house so now I have freedom which means like any child who finally gets freedom you know they're gonna want to do you know as much as they can or try to you know be involved as much as they can and so forth so I try to be involved as much things as I possibly could um and that took a toll on my time management. I also wanted to be involved in social gatherings and stuff. That took a toll um, as well because coming home late from parties, listen, guys, 
never smart to go out to a party, especially if you know you have something to do and you've been procrastinating. Uh, don't procrastinate and go to a party and be like, all right, I'm going to do this tomorrow. Because you can never tell how that party the day before is going to go. Let me be honest with you. So <laughs> do your work. If you know you got a party, I'm not saying don't go to that party. Just do your work. Prioritize. And for me, I had to learn that the hard way my second year. Prioritize what you're doing in order to make sure that, you know, your necessities get done, your responsibilities are done, and that you have time to actually relax without having to worry about, you know, any consequences for you not having to, you know, being able to do what you needed to do or, you know, not getting done at all. So I feel like that's definitely something that I learned. That's definitely something I had to learn real quick to adapt to when I learned it the hard way that year. Um, so yeah, academically was a lot. I felt very stressed, mentally was stressed, everything was just wow. <laughs> just thinking about it is like taking me back down memory lane of certain things that I was going through or thinking about that time, but I was going through these things, I had a mix of emotions and I had to it really got the best of me, you know, and I'm human, everybody's human, and these things happen, you know, it's really what I, I hope this series really help you, and with these podcasts help you see, like, I'm just as human, and everybody's just as human, we all go through experiences, and it's just better for us to relate to each other, not to judge, but just to know that people are people, you know, and I definitely, and listen, another thing, academically, let me tell you how this why. And before I even tell you what happened and continue academically when it comes to my um second year, let me give you the backstory of my academics. So a little backstory. Academically I was a very high achiever and that's not me gloating. I actually have my certificates and stuff to prove it. Um I was actually a very high achiever throughout my elementary, middle, and even in my high school, um, academically I was very known. Uh, when it came to my work, especially when it came to teachers, I definitely grabbed attention to teachers. I definitely always was in a, you know, a meeting with the teacher, always talking to the teacher, always sitting with them. I was always around them. Uh, even at one point, I had lunch with a few of my teachers at one point when we was upstairs in the teacher's lounge. You know how they invite students, like honorees or stuff like that, and they host, like, the cupcakes. Um, I wasn't honoree that year, but I got invited. So that was cool to have lunch with your teachers and other students, and, you know, they all get to chill, y'all all feel, you know, superstars of the school as they're doing this, um, but it's just, like, that was something that kind of was always my thing, if I was bad at anything else, you know, if I did anything bad as a child, um, nobody could say nothing about my academics, that was just one thing that nobody could take away from me, I was just trained to make sure I come home with a good grade, and I end up getting pride out of that eventually, you know, I actually took pride in going to get my report card, and showing it off, and, you know, knowing that it's straight to the point where, you know, sometimes, you know, people didn't even check my report card, and just believe what I said, because they just felt, you know, they knew what the grade was at that point, is if it's not a full point, no, it's real sure close to it, you know, so that was just something that was known for me, right, so let's fast forward, into my second year. Now I'm in my second year. Um, I remember I said how the social life had an impact on me. So now, you know, academically, because of that impact, um, I suffered. 
I suffered actually greatly academically. I wasn't in the right mind space. I feel like that I was able to pursue or really do much work. You know, when you go through stuff like depression and anxiety and you have these type of emotions, you know, even if it's, let's say, you're just not depressed, but you let's say you just have an emotion, right? Um, any emotion can take a toll on you, especially if it's excessive. And at that moment, when it's a negative emotion, when it's something that's a whole negative energy and it's just draining you, it's, it's something that is, is very, um, it's very, it's still traumatizing, you know, it's still, it's something that really could taint whatever you're doing at that moment very harshly. And it definitely did at that point. And academically, I suffered and my grade GPA dropped terribly below to the point where I had to move back home. Um, and that was a tough year for me because the whole point of me going to college is to get away from home. Being that I experienced certain things at home, I didn't want to be home. You know, going through certain things, I wanted to say I wanted to get away from those things. I wanted to not be back, you know, to where certain things occurred or where I had certain emotions that arose at that time. Like I felt like I was able to get away with college. So now... I'm being forced back, and my grades are suffering, and it was just a tough time for me at that moment. Um, my GPA worked off, I mean, dropped very bad, actually, to the point where I'm still making up for my second year. Listen, y'all, one thing I learned, you know, make sure you take note that it is very, very hard to make up a GPA, especially an overall GPA within a college. If you're in high school, certain things are weighed out um, differently. Different proportions go to different things. However, in college, it's very pretty much straightforward grading. Your faith is in the holder of the professor when it comes to your grades. And if your GPA, your overall grade point average um, for all courses, you know, your cumulative drops, um, that could be very detrimental to the rest of your years at that school because uh, then you're spending the rest of the years making up that GPA. And now you have the pressure of making up the GPA and getting it where it needs to be. And, you know, at the moment, I didn't really know that. I didn't really understand what it took um, to keep up with college work, keep up with college life in general. So it was very tough for me, like I said, and I... Uh, Definitely learned the hard way. Definitely, um, once I saw my GPA hit me, was that it's actually not even when the GPA is when I had to move back. Is what hurt me. That's what made me realize like, yeah, I need to, I need to go all out. Um, because I definitely, you know, my GPA didn't go well. Um, fast forward to my spring semester. Actually, that spring. Uh, I actually made Dean's List, so I used the whole fall semester and whatnot, and I actually decided I made Dean's List. It wasn't uh, my cumulative that made uh, Dean's List my whole thing, but it was that semester, and I definitely made Dean's List, um, and I topped it off. That was my highest grade that I had since I've been at the school, and for that moment, and it's just like, that proved to me that A, prioritize time management, and B, have faith in yourself. You know, I definitely, definitely lost faith in myself. I definitely put myself down 
especially when I had to move back home and it was a very slow process of me getting back to where I needed to be at least to finish off the semester so it was a very tough headspace because I kind of didn't want it I, I kind of felt to cringe up a little bit and like hold myself in a corner <laughs> because I feel like I'd rather do that for like hours at a time than to come back I just didn't feel like I wanted to um so yeah but I did make Jesus applause applause I did make Jesus um I did suffice and you really have to like I said have faith in yourself because at the end of the day the only enemy really and the only person that's getting in the way of you is you and until you grab hold of yourself and you know believe that you could do it a lot of things and a lot of goals and a lot of dreams and aspirations wouldn't get done you know you got to put in that effort that time that that faith that that courage that you know that that will that drive to know that you need to get this done and what needs to get done for you to have whatever goal achieved and that's just it lastly second year let's talk about la boys and la college (laughs) um the was my second year definitely ran into somebody who I thought was love um this person I really really took in I felt like he had liked me and I had like him still naive you feel me so even though like I said in my freshman year I learned like this is where that cutting people off this is where it came in so boom after a few run-ins, I kind of opened back up my, my my messages in my phone to that person, right? So, at first, this is the year that I'm not quick with blocking. If you know me, you know blocking is my ting. That is the code, too. I block so easily in a swift of a blink of an eye, I would block a person, right? Um, So, I didn't back then, though, right? So, my second year, I didn't do that whole blocking thing, right? maybe have put the notification also don't see any get any alerts from that person when it comes to messages like put their personal contact on do not disturb so that way it's easier for me to just ignore um but no I didn't really block in the beginning um and but anyway so this person like I said I really had strong feelings for eventually believed what he said about one of the feelings that he had and we had this whole thing and he ended up getting a girlfriend out of nowhere after saying that he didn't want one, and after going through this whole rigorous, you know, conversation of what the wants and don't wants, and you know how much he feels about me and all of this crap, and it was just like I fell into it. Um, but then I saw his snap. He didn't have the decency to say it to my face, or at least text it to me or something. He just posts on his snap like, oh, boom. You know, I forgot what the snap said, but that's how I called him. And I was like, so you cuffed? Yep, I'm cuffed. I remember. And it was a tough time. I was actually very hurt by that. That brought my confidence low. And that was that was a lot. And this is when my cutoff came in. Because after that, you know, my standards rose even more so. And after that, I was like, yeah, I don't have time for the whole BS. Excuse my language, but I didn't. I didn't have time for the whole childish coming and all that. I didn't have time for that. So I let that go. Um, and... Honestly, you know, it was a really good feeling to let go. So what I got from that and a takeaway from that is 
it's okay to let go of people. And it's not to say that you're just letting go of people, but people come into your life for a reason. Gather that reason, you know, collect whatever those you have to collect, collect yourself after that, but then it's okay to let go. You know, uh, as my grandma say, let go and let God, you know, or just let go if you don't believe in God, just let go. But, you know, at the end of the day, your happiness, your positivity, you know, comes first. Your mental health comes first. And if somebody's not adding that positivity, you just gotta let it go. I'll let it go. Um, but yeah, overall, you know, I think what really impacted me the most was that great thing. So for my second year, that was kind of the main thing, me coming, having to come back home and finish it out uh, at home, but then getting on days this. I think that's what kind of shifted my whole type of perspective of what I was going to do, what I was going to get myself into even more so from freshman year, uh, and really pushing me to just do the whole cutoff thing and be like, yeah, I'm done. I'm over it. Um... But yeah, that was really my second year, y'all. Like, that was the highlights of it. It wasn't really much as exciting as my freshman year because I had a smaller group in my second year. Um, I counted more personal encounterments when it came to some stuff in my second year, but definitely did not have that group anymore. Definitely uh, realigned my whole responsibilities. And I was able to kind of just be like, you know what, although I'm stuck, I gotta come back home, and this is a step, and if it hurts, you know, like, I'm supposed to be independent, and I gotta come back, and this whole thing, um, but I had to get myself together and just do it, and that had to happen, because if I didn't, I definitely would have to take another year in college, because my GPA, I knew, was already gonna be tainted by the fact that my GPA for the the last semester, um, was bad, so I had to kind of make myself um, make up for whatever I could, and I was determined once I got on Dean's List that spring semester that ever since then, I'm going to either get on it or get pretty damn close to it, um, and I'm gonna always put forth my classes because I need to make up that GPA because I know my master's, um, and social studies and my PhD in Africana studies, I want to teach, and I need to move forward with my life and do what I need to do, so I just do it, but, um, that's just my second year, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed my experience. I hope y'all could relate to it. Um, that's just how it's been for me uh, for that year. Not as exciting, like I said, my freshman year, but it does get more exciting my third and fourth. Let me know how y'all second year was or anything you wanted to comment on or go even deeper into. Um, and I hope y'all really enjoy it. I hope y'all really was able to kind of connect and get some takeaways, a little bit of mini tips when it comes to uh, college life, but not even that, but I feel like you take some of these tips um, with you personally for your everyday life. Um, nobody should take away your energy, your positivity, your shine. So, you know, you just got to know that and put that forth and put yourself first. It's not selfish putting yourself first and loving yourself first. So I hope everybody has a re- wonderful rest of the out of the good morning or good afternoon, or rest of the good evening, um, you know, whatever time y'all listening, but whatever time y'all did listen, I hope y'all enjoyed it, so I was BK Gemini signing off, please look forward to my third part of my mini-series, which is way more exciting than my first and second, um, but later, y'all. Uh,